When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Very off-putting when you see Scott dancing in the background. Hello and welcome to the Rangers Rabble Match Reaction Show. My name is Martin Douglas and today I am joined by a obviously very happy and dancing Scott Kennedy. Scott, how are you? Uh, I'm alright, I think. <laughs> uh, I've had a migraine for four days and that did not help. Um, we're also joined by my good friend Derek, my co-host. Derek, how are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Thanks. How are you? Uh, well, I'm all right now. That was a bit of a, a, an every watch. But listen, before we get into it, um, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and now on Instagram if you just search Rangers Rabble. We're also doing a fantastic giveaway with our friends at Free Crypto. It's a nice match day um, training top and a wee beanie hat as well. So in order to win that, just head over to Twitter and follow the instructions on the pinned tweet. Right, gents, let's get into what we're here to talk about, and that is, of course, the 2-0 win at St Mirren today. Scott's got a big smile on his face, and that always freaks me out. Um, before we get into it, Derek, um, that was Tav's 150th appearance as captain. Um, take away whatever certain people like him, certain people don't, but it's a fantastic achievement. It's a fantastic achievement. Now he's he's not lifted a trophy above. He said in the Premier League, and that's what kind of holds people against him. But you can't argue with his uh, loyalty and his his form for the club, especially the last two seasons. He's been immense for me. He seems to have uh, stopped the silly mistakes, or at least keeping them far apart. Now he's he's been a great servant, and the amount of goals and assists he's got makes him makes him one of the one of the best players we've got at the moment. And again, is that always just going to be what's held against him, Scott? He's it's all right being a captain, it's all right making as many appearances as we could do, but until you win something, you're never going to be truly recognised as a, a proper Rangers captain. Uh, yeah, in a way, it's kind of unfortunate for him, but it's in our DNA, and that's all we strive for. We want just to, to win trophies. We don't really care how we get them, what it looks like. Cause I think, a bit like today, there's no pictures on the scorecard, you know, but that, that's what we want. And I'm 100% sure that's exactly what he wants as as captain, um, and it, I, I'm confident it will happen for him, and it, and it really will. But he's also been a, been a victim of trying to trying to put it nicely. Some <laughs> rubbish that's been served up around him. Uh, yeah, it could, be, it could be leveled. So sometimes individual performances um, have let him down. But if you look, if you look back, and if you look back at when he makes mistakes going forward. He learns from it and he comes back stronger. 
and you know he's he's he seems like he's got this character that loves proving the doubters wrong so long that continue. Yeah, absolutely. And there's nobody that would be absolutely more delighted than me for him to pick up a, a winner's medal. Right, gents, let's talk about this game today. Uh, God, that was difficult. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm struggling <laughs> for creating to ask if it was that difficult. And, you know, we started off slow. We started off really slow. In fact, we started off that slow that Davis nearly cost us a goal right at the beginning of the game. Yeah. And that seemed to then set the tempo for the majority of that first half. Yeah, totally agree with that, Martin. The first 20 minutes was, was kind of poor and slow. They were maybe the better side. Although McGregor didn't have a save really to make, which is obviously a positive. We look solid. I think Hollander coming into the team really helped today. I know you've you've mentioned um, Davis and he didn't have the best of starts, but he got us going for me. He started to get a hold of the ball after about 20 minutes onwards and, and we really come back into it. Now, after that first initial period, I didn't really feel that we were going to lose. We had a mental last 10, but it just shows you how strong we are now that we're sitting here and it's not been a great performance, but you know, on all three points, we charge on, we move on, move forward again, and again, we didn't really look at losing any goals. So I'm, I'm, I'm delighted. You know, a bit of a, a stressful uh, game to watch, maybe at times, but I'm d- delighted with the three points. No, I can't watch many more games like that this season. <laughs> honestly, I think I'll just keep the score updates on my phone. But that, that was the, that was actually the, a worrying thing, Scott. The, the pace and the tempo that we started at, and it was actually St Mirren that had. Like I said, the, the first chance, I think it was Big Obika, and he probably should have scored. Uh, yeah, I mean, he should have scored, could have scored. I, I would have actually put it in the category of could have scored. I wouldn't say should have scored. I mean, it was a difficult turn. Uh, you know, six yards out, they get hung up on the distance. He's still got a turn and finish. Um, Ruff would have scored it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we was playing for Rangers. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, when you get to kind of Christmas and we're on a really, really long run of consecutive games here. I don't remember the last time we had a break. So we're coming to Christmas. Uh, the weather's, you know, doesn't, well, I know the sun was shining today. It doesn't always tend to lean towards serving up a fast, free-flowing game of football as we were used to at the start of the season. Um, the, pitch is, the pitch is starting to get foggy and you can tell on the players, they're starting to get leggy because I think I think war is due a slow start and St. Mirren war is going to come out of the block because it's getting to the stage of the season where we are everyone's cup run, regardless of where the team is in the league. We are the cup run. They're going to come out of the block. They're going to be thinking two or three fishes ahead. We're playing Rangers. Um, we're, they almost preserve it for this game. And we're facing that every single week coming into this festive period and looking at January beyond. So the, the challenges from this point are only going to get tougher. Um, you know, summarising on a whole, we've come away with a win, a win's a win. No pitch. I know, by the way, I know you'd thought the way I've started that we get beat, but no, we did win. Um, couple, couple of comments came in, um, and <sighs> Gary Campbell, comfortable again, could he live up to tempo if he wanted? We picked the right moments, went to play, a whole different game facing us on sat. Celtic will open up and allow us to play. Derek, do you agree with that with that assessment? Totally, totally agree with Gary. I think Sunday, eh, Saturday. So I keep getting the days wrong. I don't I know, know what you, day it is. Every day is a Sunday to you. Oh, Saturday is a whole different game. Um, we will get more space, and it's up to us to bring the pace to exploit that. So Murmur always going to sit in. I mean, they're man marking our fullbacks. You know that that's mm-hmm. where we're at. 
you know, Celtic will not do that on, on Saturday in my opinion. So it's a whole different ball. And Gary's spot on. Uh, we had to get the three points today. It wasn't pretty. Um, but we did control the ball, you know, especially for the middle kind of 45 to 50 minute period. So Mern hardly touched it. Um, and that's what we have to do. We conserved the energy, I thought, as well. I thought we could have lifted it if, if required. We, we, we keep some of the tank for Saturday now and we go out all guns blazing. Totally different game. Loads of space. And I'm confident we can go and do the business. Well, we've also got Robert Preston who says, thought that was one of the easier games to watch. Bigger Ebo was class. Robert, I wish I had your mentality, buddy. I really do, because that just that was <laughs> that was not easy for me. But the, the goal did come in the first half, Scott, and it was pretty much created by your main man, Hadji. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure you watched different games to me. Because I was, uh, I was listen, thinking, uh, albeit, right, what Sid, Mer- what Sid Merrin did was get into the channels and they used their pace and they used their energy really effectively. But we seem to clean up and control and mop the ball and in the middle of the park, control it really, really well. Um, That's and- why I hope, Scott. <laughs> and this, you know, this, this lends to... Uh, how, how the first the first goal comes about, and Haji picks the ball up in a, you know, in a, in a dangerous area, and he's this is what I love about him. He just seems to um, have the ability to, I suppose, have no fear in just playing that that pass, that defensive pass, and I think it didn't really work for him again today. But the first goal contribution, if he's not in the park, no one's making that pass, and mm-hmm. um, perhaps the game. Could have gone on a little bit uh, longer, and as you think, the game went was a bit nervy. But uh, he didn't. It was a great pass, good vision, bit of bit bit of luck with the finish. But you know, you need you don't buy a ticket, you don't you don't win the raffle, do you? So no, good on. True. I'm that's true. And, and Derek Roof is really on fire, isn't he? Well, I a cliche, but he yeah. certainly he's, he's clinical. You know, we've been crying out. Defoe's got it. You know, two chances, one goal, one chance, two chances. Sorry, one chance, one goal. Sometimes as well, he's that good. Roof for me is uh, is in that bracket. You know, he tends to uh, always be in the right place. As I said before, it's not luck. He works on it. He's clever. He gets off the shoulder of people. He's in the right spot. Today, the goals took a deflection, but he's took that chance. Uh, he's took a shot. Uh, it's deflecting. It's went in. He's, he causes all sorts of problems. I actually like him just behind Morelos because no one really knows how to mark, uh, who to mark him. You know, the defenders go with him. Does your six pick him up? No one really knows. So it gives him that extra as that extra dimension. Morelos will um, occupy defenders all day long, and Roof uh, can come in and ghost into positions that we've kind of been missing in, in recent years. So I, I'm delighted with Roof's, Roof's format. Twelve goals for the season. Uh, I think it, I think it said on the commentary that that's some return. You know, you're talking about him hitting twenty. And, and, and that's what we've needed. Morelos has carried us the last couple of seasons with a goal threat. Now you've got uh, Roof hitting 12 goals, which is phenomenal for, for only uh, the 30th of December. And we've got a comment for our very own Wolf Marshall. It was never in doubt from half time. We let them have the ball second half, but they never really troubled. And Wolf's only disagreeing with me because I didn't let him come on the post match. <laughs> anyway, uh, we've also got a comment for one of our own as well. It's uh, Wally Spatesden Bear. Good one away from home against a tough to break down St. Mirren team. Delighted for Alfredo getting his goal after all his hard work in the last six to eight weeks. And that is obviously the second goal, Derek. It's uh, Alfredo Morelos. And that was all caused by the fact that he's not only a fantastic forward, but he's a fantastic pressing forward, albeit a bit of a dodgy back pass. But it was a fantastic finish as well. Listen, we don't score that goal if Morelos isn't on the pitch today. He, there's no one else in our team capitalise, capitalises from that error. 
he's, he's really pressed the life out of him. He makes defenders du uh, double take, you know, he makes them think he's on them, one touch and he's on them. And the great finish, I was so pleased for him. He, he's been superb this season for me. Uh, obviously not scoring as many goals, but so pleased for him to get that goal today. And I, honestly, I hopefully he goes and does that again on Saturday because they'll be worried about him and, and they, he causes them all sorts of problems. I think, I hope he breaks his duck on Saturday because he deserves it. I'm so pleased for him when that ball hit the net. Yeah, well, listen, the Celtic preview is coming out tomorrow, so no sorry, mention, sorry, no sorry, mention sorry, of the Celtic sorry. preview. Um, Scott, for sorry. a man who was under a bit of pressure, Morelos, you know, he had a, a few chances the last few games. Maybe his performances haven't been sparkling. It was a brilliant finish for somebody who was apparently under pressure. Uh, I think there's going to be a habit today. People disagree with you, me in particular. Um, I think the only pressure Morelos was under was probably from himself to score and you can see it every time it's like every 10 minutes he doesn't score it just it just takes a bit more pressure on himself um i think with his overall contribution to the team and what what he brings uh there's there's no pressure certainly from from me i think everyone's just delighted for him to get back on the score sheet and i think he was unlucky against hibs not to not to get a goal as well it's only another smart save from the keeper that stopped him there so i you know if if we were struggling and we didn't look like scoring and we needed him to score, yeah, okay, you know, the fans, myself, uh, will probably put pressure on him. But no, when the, when the, it's the same, same as like Hadji, remember we were having this conversation about Hadji a few weeks ago, like, is he going to get in the team? What's he going to look like? When the other guys are performing, there's no pressure. And it's really starting to come through when guys are taken out of the team and reintroduced back into the team that they are able to perform because they don't have the pressure on them having to do the job the job themselves and uh, you know i'm i'm hopeful that this will be the start of a of a long goal scoring run for him all right well thanks everybody for watching because clearly i don't have a clue what i'm talking about so i'll see you all <laughs> later on cheers guys um just want to say aldo mcnaught in the comments all right lads new here welcome aldo hope you enjoy the content um second half derek and Listen, you just spoke a lot about it. Um, for me, I was it was like watching paint dry that second half for me. It was the first kind of incident though was um Obika on Goldson. It was an elbow. At first it looked pretty innocuous. Um the referee gave a yellow yellow for you, or was that quite possibly a red? Uh, I think it's a red card. I think if Alfie's getting sent off at uh, Dundee United retrospectively, I think that's a right card as well. It looked quite a nasty one. Um, obviously, you've seen it slowed down, but that's exactly how uh, Morelos got his red card. I don't know if they, they can do anything now. It's kind of made up a kind of made up charge to get Alfie sent off, but I don't know. But it definitely looked like a red card to me, Martin. And as I said, with the, as I'm you're saying, you were bored in that second half, mate. Enjoy it because we've got a few a few half right, fast rides coming up for the next few games. So just enjoy that while it lasts. <laughs> no, not bored. I'm just forever a pessimist. Um, Scott, red card or yellow card for you, or, or no, none? No. Do you know what? When, when I saw it, I just thought it was the yellow card. And I haven't really analysed it or watched it back enough to change my opinion. Um, I'm happy to take the lead on you guys. And if, if you think of it, it didn't look, didn't look particularly malicious. It just, I, you know, I was, I was probably blinking when, a, when they, uh, the replay was, was shown again. But um, yeah, yeah, I missed it. And uh, Scott, you're. Your favourite player, Zungu, came on the park. Obviously, somebody that we haven't seen a great deal from. And straight away gave the ball away and nearly cost us a goal. So he'll be quite far down, yeah. quite high up on your hit list, I should say. Yeah, I, we were in control, complete control of the game. And changes had had to be made just to freshen legs, give legs a rest. 
Um, and one of the key areas of the park is that that central role, particularly as it's sitting right right in front of the defence. Um, the way we play, what tends to happen is when that that guy picks up the ball, the centre backs tend to spread to to give them uh, extra option. Uh, I've highlighted this problem before. I think it was Ross County, and I think we were equally coasting in that game as well. And he came on for the second second game. Every single time he picked up the ball, the first thing he wanted to do was go backwards, and that allowed the Ross County players to press him and then move forward onto the centre backs. So. He fell into that trap again, and I think, judging from his reaction after making that mistake, it was just a case of he got caught cold. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, he's for me the jury is still out. I think he's got, I think he's got an undoubted quality because you don't get that far playing professional football. Whether he's got that quality to play for Rangers, um, I don't think so. Well, we'll need, to, we'll need to wait and see. Moving on to more individual performances, Derek, and big Phil Hollander came back into the starting lineup today and looked as if he played every single game of the season. It looked so comfortable. Also, I think uh, the, the tactics from St Mirren were to leave him on the ball. They were obviously covering Tav and Goldson quite a lot, but I thought big Phil was outstanding today. Yeah, I certainly have noted down three players that were, were outstanding for me today, and Hallander was one of them. He defends so well. His positional sense is, is second to none at the club for me. Him and Goldson, for me, are our strongest pairing. I think we look more solid with it, with them and the team. You're right, Simon did leave him on it, and I love that shout. We, we do even at our amateur team when we see somebody that maybe is a bit more weak on, on the ball, but for me, he didn't give it away. Davis really stepped up for me, and he dropped in between and took the ball more often than not to stop Hollander having to force it forward. So, fair play to St Martin for noticing that Golson can get the ball in behind, but I thought we countered it very well. Uh, Hollander to Davis was on all day. I was very pleased with Hollander, and I think he'll, he should keep his play. I'll not go to sell it, but he should keep his play. <laughs> the team. It, it wasn't... It wasn't the the easiest game, I suppose, for centre back Scott, because I'm well, maybe I'm wrong again, but I'm a massive fan of that. Obiker up front for St. Martin. I think he's a handful, I think he's a very good player. But Hollander dealt with him very, very easily. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't really add too much to that. Abika's a big physical guy, and he's got he's got a bit of pace. Um, I think where he lacks top level, because I think he started off started off at um Tottenham. Spurs, yeah. Uh, and then did the round of the second tier tier clubs. He never really took off for him, and I think it's just his touch and composure, as highlighted from the from the myth. Um, but yeah, he's, he's he's got undoubted quality. I think he's probably playing below his level, uh, which is fair play to him. Some people need to drop down before they can go back up. Um, so yeah, Helander Goldson, they cope they cope really well. Particularly with the pace of Connolly as well, he's he's a real real danger. Yeah. He's actually got a bit about him as well in terms of technical ability. Um, he's worth definitely worth keeping an eye on. Um, but yeah, I, I thought they just they, yeah, they just they just coped very very well. Very impressed. Very happy with them at the centre back. They, they've always been my two preferred uh, centre back. And Scott, just coming back to you for Joe Aribo, I thought. Yeah, okay, we didn't I don't feel as if we created enough. Maybe we the, the passing, the speed wasn't up to up to scratch for me. But I thought again, Joe Aribo, I mean, I think he puts glue on his boots before he goes out to that mm -hmm. uh, out one of the park. I thought he was fantastic as well. 
Strolled it, absolutely strolled it. Um, he's a he's a terrific footballer. It took him a while to get back into his rhythm uh, after being out for so long, but he has done. Uh, we we completely completely felt like we were just getting the job done today. Score two goals, shot up shot. That's it. Control the midfield. How many how many sprints did you see today from the players? How many times embarrass it to go past? The midfield line or to have for that amount and go past the midfield it's like no they don't have to um so bear in mind when you know you say it's nervy and it's a bit boring i think that's exactly how if you could draw how the game was going to go today how you wanted it to go today that's that's how it went well it'd be nice if um our manager stephen gerard would come out and tell us that's what he's going to do then i wouldn't be so nervy um derek jory for you fantastic yeah, I love him. He's, his footwork's uh, fantastic. He's always positive as well. He's always looking to, to go forward with the ball. He's just so hard to play against. I mean, as you say, the balls uh, do stick to, to his feet and it's so hard to tackle. He wins so many fouls in the danger area for me. He's also, for me, adding the dirty stuff to his game as well. He, he won a couple of good tackles today and he's winning. He's, he wins headers as well. He's quite physical. I think there's a lot more to come from, from Joe Rebo. I think he's been a fantastic signing and I can only see him going from strength to strength. He, he's For me, he's, he's, he's a mainstay now and, and he's only going to get better for me as the season progresses. And can I just also say, I completely agree with Aldo McNaught in the comments. Smash that like button, subscribe, hit that wee notification bell so you never miss anything. Um, Scott, was there anything from today's game that worried you about going to face the team from the opposite side of the city on Saturday? Or is it Sunday, Derek? I can't remember. But Scott, was there anything you've seen that maybe you thought, mm, I'm not too sure about that? Or are you, we'll have a wee chat about the Celtic game. Are you quietly confident or very confident? Um... From today's game, I can't take anything from today's game. Similarly, I can't take anything from the Hibs game. Um, what really worked for us is actually playing these European games because it actually gives us a chance, chance to test ourselves and actually try uh, and express ourselves a bit more because when you're, you're playing in these games where it's very much uh, blood and thunder, yes, we can control the game, but we can't necessarily manipulate the game in the way that we want to. And it's very, very difficult. So taking something from today, yes, we can draw plenty of positives. Do we look at today and go, okay, well, we didn't score 10. Are we going to have a problem going into that? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It, it was The game was never going to pan out that way. It was never going to have an, an impact. What was really important was, were we cut open quite easily? No. Did we have, we have balls flung into the box? Did they cause us a lot of problems okay yeah maybe one or two panic panicky moments but nothing that doesn't happen ordinarily over 90 minutes um did we look like we could score more yeah we could have done if we wanted to uh what what level did we play out of? i'd say we probably played out about 65 percent there so yeah <laughs> it's 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 you know that's not being disrespectful to say mirin it's just... Uh, no, no, be disrespectful. Be as disrespectful as you want. No, it's just, it's just, it's just the circumstances of where we are. How many games we played in December? And, you know, that's the last game, last game of 2020. Uh, yeah, roll, roll, on, uh, roll on Saturday. Um, um, well, we'll talk about that one. <laughs> well, listen, just on that point, Will Douglas in the comments has put, Kent was rested for Saturday. He's due a good performance. Hopefully it will be on Saturday. And did that surprise you today, Derek, that 
that Ryan Kent was rested? Not at all. Uh, I think Stella got the team spot on. Uh, I think Kent could have been doing. I know he came on, which was strange for me. I thought that they would just keep him in, well. in storage um, until until Saturday. But for me, he got the team spot on. Uh, Hollander and Kent were the, um, sorry, Hollander and Morelos were the two changes that I would have made uh, for Kent and Balogun. I think Kent starts on Saturday. He comes in for Hadji for me. I think uh, Kent's all wrong for Celtic. Kent's all wrong for Celtic. He's just too fast, Hadji, too direct. Hadji's all wrong for Celtic. You mean? No, I mean Kent. I definitely mean Kent. <laughs> um, I, so I th- that's the change I would make because Kent will drag them all over the place. I think Hadji is playing really well and it's maybe a bit harsh on him, but I just think the game's suited for Kent on Saturday. Uh, Gerard again, team spot on. Subs maybe a bit strange in terms of Kent, but again, a good performance for the management team as well. We did conserve energy, which I loved, you know, as as you both have mentioned, that we kind of looked as if we were in second gear, maybe first gear at times, you know, just going through the motions. That was great. We didn't have to go all out to, to win the game, which is always a positive. Uh, I think we've just kept kept it for Saturday, which is which is good for me. All right, gentlemen, we'll finish up with Billy Kyle, who simply says three points in March on to Celtic, and that's exactly what we did, and that's exactly what we'll do. Derek, mate, thank you very much. No problem, Martin. Cheers. Scott, thanks again for joining me. Cheers, bud. Thank you to everybody watching, everybody listening. We're available on Twitter at Rangers Rabble, facebook.com forward slash Rabble. We're now available on Instagram, and I'm still trying to work out how to do it. Um, YouTube.com forward slash the Rangers Rabble. Everywhere. Uh, like, subscribe, follow, help us grow. And we shall. Sp- In fact, the Celtic preview will be out tomorrow. I don't know what time yet, but it will be out tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for watching, and goodbye. Podcast Network.